0: now welcome episode three hope you're enjoying the series quick shout out to to ashton once again thank you for him for being transparent for being um willing to share and the things he's learning the things he wants to learn that's really the idea so in the back of your mind think about what you're trying to do what you're trying to learn where you're trying to go this really is about you and your path hopefully you found somebody or imagining somebody that you can go together with the goal is for people to mimic this concept of walking the path together, linking arms with somebody, sharing ideas, but inspiration and motivation. And talking of inspiration and motivation, I, th- I want to thank Vistler, they their partners, and bringing this series to you. So I'm, I'm grateful for the support there. And, you know, the things that they're supporting is really important because they're surfers. It's a private-owned company. And, and that's important because they can stay true to what they believe in and and they have an effect on these creative and innovative pods within surfing and that's why it's important being within surfing making things for surfers by surfers and they get it i'm appreciative and thank you for their help on this it's um it's exciting we recorded this at the beach again and that that has a, a an impact it has a um an excitement we <laughs> It has an excitement because being in that environment, knowing we're about to surf or have surfed is, it changes things. So yeah, that's something I learned along the way and was glad to do it. The things I'll go over really quickly what we wanted to to sort of expect in this episode. It's technical elements about actual surfing, alley oops versus air reverses, those kinds of things. And it's um <laughs> it's it's technical but it's explained so beautifully through the lens that Ashton has of being formally trained as a physical therapist. So the way body movement works is something that he's so in tune with and shares really nicely. um, We're going into depth about his experience riding the Ubuntu, which was a small shape that I designed some time ago for Dengadauskas. And you probably know that project and its work, but that was something he wanted to try and I mean, let's just be be flat out up front. Ashton is an excellent surfer, and watching him navigate the lineup and learn that board within three waves, and then take it to a new level, was uh, impressive's the wrong word was inspirational. He really, he really resonated with the concepts within that board, and and I. I I think he surprised himself and I'll let him use those words that you'll listen to in a minute, but it was really cute to see. It was inspirational to me, both for pushing design, but for my own surfing. I was like, wow, you could do that on these waves. Love that about this. You know, just, um, this, this episode just is a testament to feeding questions with questions, we're not here for the answers. We're going to intrigue versus fascination. I think that's really important. And then setting out, learn to learn, learn the surprising findings. You 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 just set out to learn, and then things pop up along the way. Um, he expresses the the detailed journaling that he does, and how that's had an impact on the things that he's learning. And you know, just just being willing to map out what what it is that you don't know really is starting to be become the knowledge. Um, going through notes here. We'll get to this episode in a minute, but. Chasing the feelings, writing the same boards, writing different boards, mixing it up between the longer and the shorter rails. And, and then the concept of try this one on for size, um, thinking about boards as being comfortable. The descriptor that um, i been trying to use lately and it's helped me. Maybe it helps you and what you're doing. And then um, the design windows and the creative flow. When is it time to stop what you're doing with that idea that you have and execute it, move forward? um re- redo things maybe try it in a new light maybe it's dreams it's visions they've all happened you know that for your own path what are you doing what do you want to do when's the time to activate and do when's the time to sit at the drawing board for a little bit longer so those are things we're going to cover it's um, quite a technically um, driven driven episode because of the actual elements of body mechanics and so well thanks again to Ashton hope you're enjoying the series we'll be back soon with um episode four enjoy enjoy this one now we'll catch up
1: like so doing technically would be called a front side three because
0: you're Uh, um yeah I've tried those now and again but no 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 success there you have to stay in on the mic sorry I don't know if I can move this closer Yeah, just just stay in on it when you talk. Yeah, I don't know if I've tried those in a hot minute. I know what you're talking about. They say it's like the cheat move. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Quick way for backside points. That's hilarious. Because um, usually, too, you're able, people, unless you're a really good server, you're not able to do an alley-oop and a reverse really like because those body mo- motions are because one is super drastic the alley-oop is a very drastic body motion versus right. the air reverse is subtle for the most part and so like i have friends that they look terrible doing air verses, but then they can force an alley-oop because it's a drastic motion mm. and they do air versus drastic so that's why i think you could do an air reverse because of the smooth motions you can do front side and how low you can get but an alley-oop would be yeah, that's super
0: hard. Yeah, that would be like higher grade. Yeah. It's fun, you know, thinking about surfing, thinking about surfboards, thinking about approaches. The point is here we are thinking about something and then it brings depth and this is our third recording session. Current date is I think it's July, July 20 26. 26th. 20 so July 26th and um setting out to find out learnings our little petri dish we've created this year look how rewarding like <laughs> here we are talking about <laughs> <laughs> our and frontside reverses um, and it's it's important because it came from going on a path that we're looking for learning we don't know what we're going to find we don't know what we're going to learn but you start finding things and the depths along the way get deeper and deeper because you stay you follow the leads um, so we're into it if you're listening uh, maybe you, you're into it almost Christmas time, you know, a little experiment bringing, bringing it to you in December. So that's exciting. Um, hope you've had a good reflective... I, I'm, I'm right now trying to put myself in how people are going to be thinking and how I would be listening or thinking in December. Hope you're getting into a good reflective state for the year coming up. And so what we've been doing is, um, if you've been following along, you we've been um, setting out things to have... Um, discussed and studied and then s- maybe setting up things that we'd like to challenge, look or look forward to or learn from and then doing those experiments. So um, l- I'll let Ashton get you up to speed with what we did last time, what he found and then maybe we'll button up at the end and say what's coming next and of course there's margins for all kinds of things to come up and learn as we go but um, tell us what, what we did last time and if you leave anything, I'll, I'll recap,
1: and then together we'll get the points mm-hmm. covered. Um, what we did last time, last uh, episode, what we set out to do. Um, so, last time, I think last time we, last time had we just surfed the thrusters, right?
0: Well, you were on your path
1: to to work Create on longer the longer boards. The longer yeah. boards, correct. So, that path. Um, yes, we
0: surfed the, the 80s down rail. Yes, rail. yeah, that's right.
1: Um so yeah after that went and since then it's been a few months now have probably built I would probably say f- about 13 boards since then with the intention of extending the rail lines um there I'm trying to think, and now I'm trying to put my head back a couple months. That's okay. Months. Just lose, yeah, yeah, lose concept. I'd probably say, yeah, I I've just been working on extending rail lines more so than I would normally do. Um, even if it's a stubby board, say like a five two, I'm gonna make that board five five or five six. And while five five or five six doesn't seem long, but it's long in relation to the shape that I was building. Um, and so I basically applied that concept to every board. So where I was building board for a building a board for somebody else at a certain size I'd take one make the same one for myself and build it a few inches longer um I've learned a lot along the way because I think I think what this whole thing has really helped me is kind of just looking at things in a different light and then because um, it's I like going extreme one way and then kind of then tail- tailoring it back and then kind of Meeting that, um, like that nice middle ground. Where before I'd say I w- had a lot more focus on shorter boards for myself, mainly, I'd still build longer boards for other people. But I'd say for my own surfing, my own surfboards that I'm building myself were a little more narrow minded. So it's been nice to kind of open that up for myself. And because where I had this preconceived notion that I surf longer boards poorly. And that I'm like, oh, I'm just going to kind of stay away from it. Like my surfing, it just doesn't really work with it, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then realizing that, well, it might just be because I haven't thought through it critically enough. There's different things that I can change or ways that I can approach it in order to help me in that way. Because there's obviously benefits from having a longer surfboard. Um, and so that's been really fun.
0: I think that is amazing that you you took notes and, and applied that learning. Um What you wanted to do, your your request, Mm -hmm. (laughs) was to ride the Ubuntu's. So, those who don't know, the Ubuntu is a design that really was, it came out of a request from Dane Godowskis to me years ago. And he wanted a very, very tiny surfboard. He was going on a trip to West Africa. And I fused probably about seven ideas from many boards over time i'd built a version of this at about five five eights and the board had potential but it was too wide it was too clunky and on danger request, it was almost as he said it on the phone i said i got you i i, I knew how to apply what i th- i thought could work i didn't know so that was the board we built it was four foot two and a half and um that's what they are. They're all the same size. So if you're gonna order one, that's what you're getting. Because it was one size fits wave. So <laughs> you saw those boards, you liked them. That's the backstory on the Ubuntu, a very wrapped up version. Um and so it was hilarious because that's how things are, that we were working on longer rail boards and that work has and will continue to be um done. I I I too am working on those kinds of things. So, you know, it's 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 fitting at any time to work on long rail boards. But then also um You wanted to ride the Ubuntu's. Mm -hmm. And I think that was, um, I was happy to oblige. And that was a really fun session. We're sitting at a beach right now in Southern California at a place where that board would definitely not be board of choice on most people's, um, you know, quiver list. How did it feel to you?
1: Yeah, so I really wanted to ride those boards, mainly because I'd been working on, lengthening my rail lines and so i kind of wanted to um take a step back again and ride something that was so drastic the other way oh good something that was so and so opposite to what i normally would shape um and it was it was probably the most fun surf i think i said i had had in a month because it and it was one of my favorite board or so my other favorite board because donnie had shaped me um a couple boards was it five years back bunch of (laughs) years um i i had donnie and he built me a couple boards and um i have one board from him that is my favorite board that he's built me but this one rivaled that in that it was equally my favorite in the fact that what i was able to do on a tiny wave looking at the board i wasn't expecting that to be the case because i told him it literally it felt like surfing a standard shortboard on like a one to two foot wave um but in a good way and like how aggressive you were able to surf and kind of how you watched Dane Godowska surf and kind of those backhand carves he would do and those down carves and like grabbing the rail and like actually really thrashing in the pocket of a one foot wave it's really cool um and it was just so opposite to how i would approach building a board and so because of that, it was so opposite to what I would normally feel on a wave. Um, and what it made me, cause I'd been talking to you forever about like, oh, I really want to try that board. I think for years, it was a long time. Um, and so it was cool to finally be able to ride that board. And the surfing that I pictured myself doing was just totally different than what I was actually able to do. Um, and I think the, what really, I think what light bulb kind of went off for me was, um, if you kind of stay in your own head with your own ideas um, day in and day out and you have nobody um, to talk to who has different ideas or to actually be open to talking to other people about ideas and actually receive it, because everybody has different opinions. If you're not willing to receive those opinions or receive um, what other people feel about surfboards, um, you end up having a very closed minded view and if you're only talking to yourself or only have your thoughts then you're never going to grow and I was and it was it it was really cool because it opened my eyes to um, how important it is to talk to other people about surfboards and like you who this was such an amazing surfboard totally different than I would ever make it's not that okay now I'm gonna go make this board and try and recreate that feeling but it opens your mind to um, that we're never going to know everything and it's you it honestly that board opened up more questions for me and I feel like being able to sort through questions um, rather than thinking that I already have answers um, those questions lead to great ideas and start you off on different paths and like you might go down this path for a little bit and then kind of like change over here but it's so important to have other people to create questions in yourself in order to grow um just your own knowledge and what you can experience in surfing
0: well i mean that's enough said (laughs) (laughs) no that was really well said um what came to mind when you were saying that so beautifully was You know, a lot of people live for endpoints, you know, everything's very um, endpoint driven, like, ah, you work and then you arrive and you get there and then you start something new. And it's like, to be honest, like there's no, like everything just leads into the next thing. But what came to mind was you almost water questions with other questions. (laughs) The way you feed a question isn't with an answer, but you just load it with, keep loading it with questions. And I think that the mystery in surfboards isn't because we don't know. I think it's because we're fascinated. Mm. And the day you know is an arrogant day in my book. But I don't want to judge anyone that knows a lot about surfboards. But I think that if you keep getting fascinated or stay fascinated and enjoy the mystery in surfboards, there's questions there that can open up potentials that you haven't yet dreamed of. And it is... I like to come back to like think about you being in your lane doing what you do this goes for anyone listening like what is your lane stay in it go deep in it but those questions asked of somebody else with in regards to what you're doing in your lane are important but then there's questions that you see others ask of you or somebody else for their lane or better yet just in general of usually it's life not another lane they're, they're important questions and they're not even that's why you don't know what you're going to learn Right. Yeah. It's um, it's really good. There's learnings to be gleaned, and and um, setting out to find something is cute, but just setting out to learn. The right thing comes at the right time, and it's not the right time because you would have anticipated. It's always surprising, but it's of value. Um, so yeah, I love that mystery. I love that mystery in surfboards and in life. It's all the same stuff.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. That's why I like what you said. Knowing. The day that you know like that's a day of arrogance because and that was one of the things that i wrote this at the end i wrote a couple pages after um the writing the ubuntu because i and i i do this all the time just journaling and thoughts and um but the ubuntu there was a couple things i didn't want to forget um and one of the things i wrote because there's this one quote from philosophy i can't remember it was it was in college but um it was basically knowledge is knowing what you do not know Mm. and it was because I think it's just important to for me to also build surfboards from a humble standpoint of knowing that I'm not always going to have the answers. I think that's why it's been really helpful when I ask you sometimes like, oh, what does what this do? You're like, I don't know. We'll find out. And I think that's really cool because um, if we're honest with ourselves and also other people about um, what we know or what we don't know it's um i think there's just a lot more authenticity that gets put into that and then almost a lot more effort that then you search to find other questions and search down other paths because you realize that your knowledge is limited and that everybody um there's just so many different ways to look at it and that's why it's really cool because um Right after then, it's it stemmed because right after I surfed the Ubuntu, I went home and there was a board that I'd been wanting to make. And I was like, oh, I don't think I can do it symmetrically. Um, but after riding the Ubuntu and realizing that how I th- thought that board was going to surf, what I thought I was going to feel, it was in total stark contrast to what I actually felt. Um, I realized that sometimes you can kind of just... Take a stab at things, see where it goes, and then you might follow that path. You might not, but I think it just starts with um, just trying and kind of see where it leads.
0: Do the work. Yeah. hmm Yeah, I. Th- to go back to that point about knowledge and arrogance and arrival and those kinds of things, maybe thinking it in this way is, um, it's cute to try and size but it's not so much that you're building up this. Um, bank or book or um, roller decks of knowledge when it comes to, let's just say surfboards. Mm -hmm. Um, But you build up, think of it more as intuitions. Like there's things that you would never do again on a surfboard. Oh, yeah. And that's where um, you can see as a, if you arrive every day to your work humbly, you'll, um, there's an intuitive path that over years has baked in with experience gives you a bit more wisdom in what you're doing but those are like school of hard knocks you certain things but that's not knowledge that's eventually becomes like okay we've learned this we know we don't have to relive but what they do is those things actually bend themselves into like what is then possible so like the knowledge can be contrived because it's like uh it's something that you gain where intuition is something that grows deeper it like it, it roots itself and it constantly shows itself and you see it elsewhere and you see it constantly reinforced as opposed to like oh I got this piece of knowledge and now I'm smart so that's that's why the mystery thing goes well because it's like wh- what's watering this intuition <laughs> it's like I know this to be true why and you just maybe understand it in a different ri- light um, maybe not more but just see it in new lights is, is cute you know I like that Um and that's so cool that you built a board completely different from the Ubuntu but because of the way it made you feel. And I think that's important to gauge boards as <laughs> how does it make you feel? <laughs> so we chasing good feelings, you know. Some pros are chasing the feeling of winning and that's interesting. I think most people should be chasing a feeling of happiness. <laughs> And surfing's hard to do so if you're chasing the right thing and you and you get there your surfing becomes very precious but i think that's job well done and i rode that board today talk about how you felt and i will follow on, on how i felt that board went um we just wrote it right now at the same way we rode the ubuntu at which is funny <laughs> but a, a good a good surfing day tide's rising right now as we're looking at it and um looks fun uh, I thought you had written that board cause it had wax on and it wasn't that it was beat. It was just I was surprised that today was the first day. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, how, um, just rough dimensions and yeah. then what it looked like and how you felt it went.
1: Yeah. So it's five, three by 19 and a half by two and three sixteenths, um, from the midpoint to the nose that the outline is from the first surfboard I built nine years ago. I still have the template. It's dated, um, It was actually, it might almost be nine years to the day. I built it right before my wedding, and my wedding's tomorrow. I might have built it on the same day. I need to look at that. That would be crazy. Um, Love that. And basically with that surfboard, um, I was trying to recreate a feeling that I have with the floater with a couple other surfboards I've built um, that have curved channels where you have a feeling of – accelerating when you are on top of the wave and you're meeting the turbulence of the white water. I don't know if you actually are, if I actually am accelerating. I need to actually see that in video and see if that's what's happening, but that's what feels like's happening. Um, and so I wanted to recreate that. I haven't done it on a symmetrical surfboard yet, so I wanted to see if that were possible. Um, unfortunately I didn't get any good floater sections today. I had one really good one when I was riding your board. Um, but I It still felt similar in that um, I did like the way the board felt when I was bottom turning, and it felt like the water was coming off the same way. It was hard to tell. I really want to try it again, Um, but I still think that I need bigger fins in the board Um, because it felt it felt a little loose. Those the boxes were set at nine, so on the first fins I was riding, those would have been at eight, and then the ones previous I think so those were at 8.5 Okay. and so I want to try the other fins that those would be sitting at like 7.5 yeah one more
0: kill yeah interesting yeah
1: I I really like the feeling of that surfboard
0: I mean a lot of the other boards have felt really good they're more on the bladed side and often we were surfing better waves so that was fitting but not that these waves are bad but um, that generous foil um, and fuller rail with a um, bladed end profile was um, really comfortable, Um, yeah, that board felt good, it felt good in polyester, the fins were, I don't have anything to compare it to, but um, the fact that the board was so swingy was surprising because it wasn't long, but it was, you could use that to your advantage out here, I'm not sure it was promoting full rail surfing. Mm-hmm. So if you never learn to surf that board of rail, that's a problem. If that's an option where you can pivot, but on better sections you can stay on rail, well, you're mm-hmm. doing both. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be on rail all the time, but it's not always possible, especially on me- mediocre canvases like this. So yeah. I can't wait to hear more feedback. And that, ch- that looks beautiful symmetrically. <laughs> kind of I, I, rich yeah. coming Thanks. from me. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it, it really yeah. does it. It almost. L- I can see somebody looking at and understanding surfboards in a new way because that's what you do is you look at something, but it's how it feels, and sitting, describing something to death is not really the point, but yeah, really beautiful looking lines and really comfortable surfboard. Hmm. That's a word I've embraced this year and trying to explain, understand, or dwell on surf surfing boards <laughs> is um was it comfortable
1: It was definitely comfortable. And I made that one with a little more foam, because I was like, "Oh man, I want Donnie to be able to experience a better feeling on this surfboard." Because some of the other ones are—they were definitely a little more bladed out. Because I ride extremely small, small surfboards, foam, would you, foam-wise, flotation-wise.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, I don't know my my volumes down to a T, but it would feel it would feel like most of those other boards would say twenty four to twenty five liters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, like 25, 20, some of the, so my small wave boards, I go really small. Right. And I'd say that one that you rode is probably, up, yeah, maybe like 25 or under. Um, I tend to go bigger, less, more foam, bigger waves, less foam. And especially on like a one, two foot wave, I'll go almost like little to no foam. Right. Um, and so on that one though, it was nice because I built it in a way that then we would both be able to surf. Oh, and then it was cool for me then watching you on the wave, um, you look the best on this, you look the most comfortable, that was a good good word to describe it. You, did, s- you surfed it well, yeah.
0: Oh, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, think about your surfboards at home, guys and girls and people out there. Are your boards comfortable? Walk into your board closet or your garage and look through the rack, wherever. Stand and look at them and the ones you love, I bet you they're the ones that you could say are comfortable such an interesting word i've been using it and watching customers respond watching friends in our conversation right now i brought it up but think about surfing and comfort and what it is is a descriptor for good design and if a board's too comfortable it starts getting clunky or voluminous or tubby now those are descriptors that are of ill design but a comfort sits right in a nice sweet spot so yeah it's been a I think it's a helpful word to understand surfing and surfboards. That is a good
1: word. It, it's never, it's I've never heard somebody use that. Actually. I've been trying it on for yeah. size
0: the last couple of months. Probably since we chatted, I'm not sure how it came about. But you know, I'm, uh, there's no there's no glossary of terms when it comes to talking surfboards, and even we claw for these adjectives or descriptors and. It, that's fine because everyone has their own and that's what makes it personal. But because um, we don't actually want to police this thing and create uh, an index, but finding words that help explain multiple things is helpful. So, yeah, find your own words, but today comfort seems to work well and I think that all lost. Yeah, I like that word. I love it. So, okay, well, let's... I would like, I would love to ride that board more. I'd love to ride it with different fins. So w- that's what we do. We ride surfboards. So that's fun. Um, let's set out to make that uh, deeper learning. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I know you should be because that was day one. So let's say we'll be doing that next time we link up. There'll be review on that, and not review, but perhaps um, insights and learnings. Mm-hmm. On that, and then um, what else, what what's coming up for you? What do you what are you excited to sort of chip away at? If you want, yeah. Some?
1: So the last few months, I've still been working. There is one specific board that I've been trying to um, just refine. Before there's been a lot of ones that I'm kind of you end up becoming. I wouldn't say unhappy with, but just not quite satisfied yet with where it is, um, and so I keep chipping away at this one. It's a much longer board than I usually ride. Been making it from for myself from 5'10 to 6'4 and this next one that I just built is 5'8 and I feel like that's going to be perfect middle ground because normally my short boards are like Mm. 5'6 and really long is 6'4 so I think that might be toning it down just enough and I think that might be the sweet spot for kind of extending the rail lines Um, another three inches especially for around here um so it's going to be cool that's and that one i think you'll um be able to ride quite well too so that's kind of what i've still been unpacking the past few months just that one i haven't been quite ready to i don't know like sign off on it yet yeah
0: right well that's fun yeah there's there's always things to learn i think um i think not like you don't want to um Create curriculums and be so like tight with what's going on, but because you're going down a path, and you know at least you're not all over the show. And yet, there's sometimes when Asher actually taught me this. He's like, man, some artists design their entire life's work in a couple years, and then they stop designing. And he was just encouraging me to, at the time. Was like, man, if you if you feel flooded with inspiration at a time, it's actually of really good use to put down everything else and apply yourself. If there's energy there, I could have a tendency just to be all over every day. He's got a new idea, but there's there's a value there, and then there's a value in restraint. So along this path that we're walking or running, <laughs> is um. These are these are good experiments. Going longer in the rail, trying those different fins, those curved channels. Is the, I think watching footage if that if it feels like you're accelerating on floaters, then doesn't really matter what the footage <laughs> is. But that's interesting. <laughs> it's right? true, yeah. And so not looking for for datum so much, but these are the kinds of things, and we stay curious with them. And things come and go along the side, and they'll lead into new things. But you know that's that's a good bunch of work ahead, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's come from some good work being done, so yeah, it was exciting to watch you ride that little five one today. Cause to be honest, that's I'm really trying to build a simpler version of what the Ubuntu can do.
1: Mm. I actually felt that with that board.
0: It's like the Ubuntu. I love it, and it the it's one size fits waves. The waves aren't going to change, so it's going to be essentially forever relevant. But it's um it is very a very complicated surfboard both to build and to understand, I mean, it rides well, but I was like challenging myself, can I embrace less design-wise to achieve, to answer a similar question, so sometimes it's necessary just to stick to what you've already figured out, but, you know, design-wise, I was like, "Mm, can I put less in this board and make it do the same thing, of course, it's a lot longer, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. So we'll you said playing. complicated
1: board for people to hop onto the Ubuntu.
0: It's just so small to people get their head around, but it's also there's a lot going on when you build it. Mm-hmm. I always try and design with simplicity and less elements. That that board's there's a lot going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I will say though that board. I the minute I hopped on it, I instantly clicked with that board. You don't get that with all boards, you know. Right. The minute I hopped on that board, I knew. It was like, it took two waves, and I knew exactly what it, even though it was totally opposite to what I thought right. I was supposed to do, it was like the board told me exactly what I'm supposed to do, and then I was able to fit it in. You know, it it's cool.
0: Good. And well, you're a good surfer, so there's an intuitiveness of like, oh, it's telling me and wanting me to do this, but that's true for any good board. I think it's true for any board. I think some is just asking you to do things that are hydrodynamically unsound, so that's mm-hmm. yeah, it's not your favorite board, right? Yeah. No comfort. But, you know, this is the thing, like, can you be in tune with what a board's asking you to do and then dance with that that's that's good surfing that's a good day Mm -hmm. yeah well we've had a good day Um, yeah coming into the middle of summer here it's gonna be it's gonna be some fun surf time and then let's catch up sooner than later because I want to front front load some longer experiments coming toward the end of the year that Mm -hmm. we can work on Hawaii's coming up. The bigger wave boards are going to have started working on some and thinking about some stuff. So maybe um, we'll finish these experiments and start looking towards that as a um, part of the upcoming months because next thing you know, it's going to be time to paddle into some real waves. And and that's exciting too. But, yeah, it's it's funny. It all works together. And, yeah, we'll chat about that soon. So fun. Cool. Thanks, bud. Can't wait.